Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com. NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those cameras up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Nice and clean, execute our race for a delicate position. Got to be there at the end. Yep, copy that. Have a nice, smooth day and try to be there when it counts. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live. Chase Elliott will race for a championship next week. Ah! Oh, yeah, boy. Let's go get it. NASCAR Live is brought to you by Xfinity, internet that's more than just fast. Xfinity, proud partner of NASCAR. By Whelan, on the road, in the air, and around the world. Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, and trusted to perform. By Hercules Tires, ride on our string. And by Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief, the official pain relief cream of the Motor Racing Network. Blue Emu is family-owned and manufactured here in America. It works fast, and you won't stink. From the MRN Studios in Concord, North Carolina, here is your host, Mike Bagley. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of NASCAR Live here on the Motor Racing Network. It is championship week as we get set to head out to Phoenix, Arizona. But before we get to Phoenix, we want to take you back to this past weekend and the Xfinity 500 at Martinsville. We're going to look back on that race. A lot happened in it, and we'll do it with the NASCAR Live backtracks to establish and set what we have to work with in Phoenix this weekend. We're also going to pay tribute to seven-time champion Jimmy Johnson as he wraps up his NASCAR career this weekend at Phoenix Raceway. We'll talk with Jimmy about some of his most memorable moments and more. We'll bring in some of MRN's finest to share some of their personal memories of Jimmy as well. Another driver that's going to be wrapping up their career this weekend is Clint Boyer. We'll pay tribute to Clint. We'll also get a preview of the championship race at Phoenix have a NASCAR Live Backtracks, as we mentioned, and a whole lot more. But first, Kyle Ricky is here with the latest in NASCAR news. Kyle? Mike, there are so many storylines heading into this weekend's championship race at the Phoenix Raceway for the NASCAR Cup Series, including the four title contenders themselves. Brad Keselowski and Joey Logano have each earned titles in the past and will be looking for their second this weekend, while Chase Elliott and Denny Hamlin are racing for their first. Hamlin's crew chief, Chris Gabehart, says there's no clear-cut favorite. Two uh, guys who've already won a championship, both over at Penske, who have been really hot on this this style of racetrack this year and certainly looking to continue from that experience and momentum. And then you got, you know, Chase Elliott, who in my mind is one of the brightest young stars in our sport, has a ton of talent. I've watched him race for a lot of years, and they're going to be hot and ready to roll. And then, and then Denny's been there and done that a lot. We've had a tremendously good season and got a ton of momentum from that. Logano is the most recent winner at the Phoenix Mile, winning back on March 8th. 
while Hamlin won there last fall. Our live coverage of Sunday's championship race is set for 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time here on MRN. For more news heading into championship weekend in Phoenix, along with our full broadcast schedule, see MRN.com. Mike? Thank you, Kyle. Coming up, we'll go back to Sunday's Xfinity 500 with another NASCAR Live Backtracks, and later we'll pay tribute to seven-time NASCAR Cup Series champion Jimmy Johnson. If I learned one thing from this great game of baseball, it's that she'll humble you. You think you've got it figured out, you check the standings, and you're in last place again. I'm Eric Rubino, fantasy baseball GM, and I can put my team in position to win every single time, but I can't play the games, people. At least Progressive's Name Your Price tool has options based on my budget. It never lets me down, unlike my pitching staff. Amateurs! Get options based on your budget with Progressive, even if you're not a legend in your own mind. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. For more than 80 years, Detroit Diesel has been the legendary driving force powering Freightliner and Western Star trucks across North America. Through our state-of-the-art Detroit technologies and components and safety systems, we've earned our customers' trust as a reliable business partner dedicated to improving their bottom line. It's no wonder they continue to depend on Detroit to keep them safe and efficient on the road. When you demand it all, demand Detroit. We'll have a NASCAR Live Backtracks coming up next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Jake was in big trouble with the IRS. He owed how much? $92,000. Ouch. And the IRS left no room for Jake to breathe. They put a lien on my house, took all the money out of my bank account, took money out of my paychecks. So it was a nightmare. He needed help fast. I figured that all these companies were the same until I called federal tax management. You could just tell they knew what they were talking about. Right then and there, I felt like I had some hope. Stop the liens, levies, and garnishments fast and qualify for one of several special IRS programs that could reduce or even eliminate your tax debt. So, how did it go for Jake? They did what they said they would do. They came through for me. I ended up saving an unbelievable amount. I was so jazzed. (laughs) I was extremely happy. If you owe more than $10,000 in back taxes... Take Jake's advice. Give federal tax management a phone call. If they help me, they can help anybody. Call the federal tax management hotline now. 800-242-1706. 800-242-1706. 800-242-1706. Wheeland would like to congratulate Chase Elliott and his number nine Hendrick Motorsports pit crew for the win at Martinsville Speedway. They are the Wheeland pit crew of the week. With everything on the line, the team pulled together to win advancing to the championship round. When you're able to be in a position that we were in like we were tonight and have to go to perform and go to and go and do that, I think everybody gains a lot of confidence from it. And we, we proved to ourselves that we can do it. I think we always have believed we could do it. Um, but to go out there and achieve it certainly is something that we haven't experienced yet as a group. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, and trusted to perform. Now, back to your host, Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. Over the weekend at Martinsville, the drama of the round of eight came to a head as the championship contenders fought to be in the final round. Coming up this weekend at Phoenix, here's some of the best in-car audio with this week's NASCAR Live Backtracks. Today, in 500 laps, we'll find out who will join Joey Logano in the other three positions to be part of the championship four to decide the championship next week in Phoenix, out in Phoenix Raceway. Have a good day, fellas. We have all the ingredients. Let's put it all to work. Fight all day and be there when it matters the most. Yeah, simple, buddy. Great opportunity here. Let's take advantage of it. 
Let's go get it today. Green flag goes in the air, and we're racing the Xfinity 500 for the NASCAR Cup Series. Then you've got Ryan Blaney seventh, and the car goes around. It's Clint Boyer. Boyer in the middle of turns one and two, finally spins the car around after that tire rub on the left rear corner. Hold your brake, hold your brake, hold your brake, hold your brake, hold your brake. It's not necessarily spin out because I was losing. It's spun out because my teammate gave me an electric quarter panel. Yeah, 10 4 74 laps in a 500 lap race. <laughs> That's real nice. Alvarola burns up the brakes getting in. He slides wide. They're four wide in turn four. Somehow, well, they almost made it. I think they're going to make it. Everybody keep pointing. I think Clint Boyer gave Almirola a little kick in the caboose because of what happened earlier in the race. Yeah, that happened. Yeah, shoved us in there. We couldn't turn if we wanted to. I'd fix that if I lost my job over it. He'll pay for that. He marked that down. Trouble on the backstretch. Kevin Harvick is slowing down. One of our playoff drivers has slowed, and he's coming to pit lane. Got a flat here, guys. Coming to you. Left rear flat. Left rear flat. Winston Kelly's in hot pursuit. Winston, what do you see? Yeah, it's a left rear tire. Looks like that's the one that's down. Left side tires. Go ahead to help get the jack under it. Help him get the jack under You're good. You're good. Oh, how things have changed while we were away. Chase Elliott before the caution flag out front, right? Then he came down pit road. Winston Kelly documented that it was a slow stop. Things got a whole lot worse. NASCAR laying down a penalty on Chase Elliott. Oh, he got a penalty for crewing over the wall too soon. He got to drop the tail end. He reset back on the wall, so he shouldn't have to go to the back. You got to fight him down there. NASCAR has rescinded the penalty on Chase Elliott. Rusty Wallace, you caught it when it happened. Well, I saw him jump off the wall. He jumped off way too early, ran out in the middle of pit road, but then he ran back and he re-tagged the wall. Then he took back off to start the pit stop. He told me they're looking at it. He reset, so we won't have to go to the back. He said they're looking at it down here. Chase Elliott with another miserable pit stop. We'll have to go around the corner and see what it was. He must have come out eighth or ninth, but uh, and they wanted to make some chassis adjustments. He needed some drive off a little bit tight on that machine. Wow, what a what a gesture. Stay with it here. Stay with it. We got a good car. We'll get it better. We'll get this thing fitted up. We'll fix our stuff here. Keep a good head here, bud. We got our ways to go. Second place, Martin Trex Jr. is in a must-win situation. However, Winston Kelly, does Martin Trex Jr. have an issue? Yeah, I don't know what happened. I'm using vibration like I got a loose wheel or something. 42 to go right here. Tempo, just stay on him. You'll get him over a long run. I'm already front loose. Here's Truex going to the inside. He's coming to pit road. Martin Truex Jr. will peel off the racetrack right now. Well, Kevin Harvick now able to get away. Next one in line, he'll have to get by Kyle Busch. Said right now we're only one point to the good. Just let me drive. Tired of hearing about points. I understand. Chase Elliott will race for a championship next week. Who will join him as Elliott wins here in the Xfinity 500? Let's go, boys. Let's go. Ah! Oh yeah, boys. Let's go get it. With that win, Chase Elliott, along with Joey Logano, Brad Keselowski, and Denny Hamlin, they will all advance to the championship round Sunday at Phoenix Raceway, a race that you can hear right here on the Motor Racing Network. Coming up next, we'll pay tribute to Jimmy Johnson. 
Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. When you're on the go, missing the side-by-side action at the racetrack isn't a problem. Here comes Logano on the high side. He drives it deep into turn number two. Motor Racing Network brings the NASCAR race to you, wherever you are, so you don't miss one lap of the excitement. Denny Hamlin has won the 61st edition of the Daytona 500. You are the man, DH. The power of radio to the imagination of the listener. Tune in to the Motor Racing Network. Visit MRN.com for an affiliate list in your local area. Here's our broadcast schedule for this weekend's races in Phoenix. Our coverage will get underway Friday evening with the NASCAR Gander RV and Outdoors Truck Series. Their season finale is the Lucas Oil 150. We'll have coverage for you 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Friday. Saturday, we've got doubleheader activity. We've got the Arkham Menard Series West Arizona Lottery 100 at 2 p.m. Eastern. We'll also have the season finale for the NASCAR Xfinity Series, the Desert Diamond Casino West Valley 200, MRN airtime, 4.30 p.m. Eastern. And then we're back Sunday for the NASCAR Cup Series Championship Deciding Race, 1.30 p.m. Eastern time. Check out MRN.com for more of that broadcasting schedule. We'll pay tribute to Jimmy Johnson next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Are you ready? To help children forget about their serious medical conditions so they can just be a kid. Then support Victory Junction, which is the dream of late race driver Adam Petty, who wanted to build a camp where children concentrate on fun and laughter, not illness or disability. At Victory Junction, kids enjoy zip lining, horseback riding, swimming, fishing, all in a medically safe environment, all at no cost to the camper. What do you say, Richard Petty? Let's do this. Learn more at VictoryJunction.org. Wing Nation, presented by Sage Fruit on MAV-TV. I'm Donnie Schatz, and you're watching Wing Nation. Saturdays at 7.30 and 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. This is Brad Doty, and you're watching Wing Nation. This is Steve Post. Join Ashley Strummy and I as we talk to the biggest names in wing sprint car racing. This is Terry McCarl. This is Danny Dietrich. This is Brian Brown. This is Greg Wilson. I'm Sheldon Hanshield. You're watching Wing Nation. This is Brent Marks, and you're watching Wing Nation on MAV-TV. Wing Nation, Saturday mornings on MAV-TV. I'm Darren Pittman, and you're watching Wing Nation on MAV-TV. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's NASCAR Live. This Sunday, Jimmy Johnson will say farewell to full-time NASCAR Cup Series racing. The Motor Racing Network celebrates the career of the seven-time NASCAR Cup Series champion. They're pacing down the back straightaway, the super stretch, and turned it over now to Jimmy Johnson, who is now at the front of the field. Jimmy announcing his retirement back in December. This will be the last full-time season for the driver of the number 48 Chevrolet. Truthfully, like a feeling showed up, and, and that kind of was in the October time frame, and it was crazy to me that once that feeling showed up, like I, 
I knew, and it was time to go. 83 wins and all. His first win came at the Auto Club Speedway of Southern California back in 2002. And in only the 13th start of his NASCAR Winston Cup Series career, Jimmy Johnson is going to victory lane at California. After the race, just the relief to really hit my childhood dream, which is to win a cup race, uh, was massive for me, and it brought me a lot of confidence as a driver, and it also kind of calmed me down because I, I, I had a lot of pressure on my shoulders at the time, um, being handpicked by Jeff Gordon, being in his equipment. And in my heart, I felt like if I didn't win that rookie year, I'd probably be looking for a job. So uh, there was a huge sense of relief when that was done. Well, Rick, you and, you and Jeff Gordon picked another winner for your stable. i tell you what, he's an awesome guy. He's an awesome driver. Couldn't be happier for Lowe's. And, oh, Bob Tillman, I hope you're listening. You guys had faith in him, and he did it. Great job. Jeff Gordon across the line. For the- well, I, I saw him doing a lot with um, a lot less equipment than some of his competitors. I thought, wow, if we could give him the kind of equipment I've been driving, just imagine what he can do. Of course, none of us expected it to turn out quite the way that it has. Seven championships, including five in a row. The man has done it all behind the wheel. Jimmy Johnson wins at Homestead and scores on history-making seventh championship. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Yes! Yes! I don't even know what to say. Yes! It, it means the world to me to tie Earnhardt and Petty. These guys are uh, legends of our sport, grew our sport, and made it what it is today. For guys like myself to come along and compete, I am so thankful for their legacy, for their families, their dedication to the sport, and the opportunities it's provided me and my family. And to join those guys, man, I, I just hope I can I can carry the banner, carry the torch as they have. Um, this is just absolutely incredible. Checkered flag in the air, and Alex Bowman has won. The, the biggest thing for me about Jimmy is just the person that he is. He's got more accomplishments and more success than than anybody that is currently driving in the Cup Series, and, and he's still the most humble person there and, and one of the best, probably the best human being uh, in the garage area. So just the person that he is and, and the way he carries himself has been the, the biggest takeaway for me. But it's going to be Chase Elliott. He's going to do it again. I think we all forget he has not been around that long. I mean, you're talking a guy who was a rookie, right, in the early 2000s. And, you know, he's this is, I think he said a minute ago, his 16th season, and he's won seven of those. So that, that's pretty an incredible feat, you know, at that. Obviously, seven is seven, but to do it in the short amount of time he's done it is is really impressive. So certainly something to look up to and, you know, try to chase after. Another big-time win, half a lap away, Jimmy Johnson in a turn three. Obviously, Jimmy was not a polarizing personality. In his, what, 23-year NASCAR career, you can count the number of controversies on the fingers of no hands. The closest he ever came to a scandal was the time he fell off a golf cart and broke his arm during the offseason one year with alcohol possibly being a factor. Other than that, he was the consummate professional. Jimmy Johnson's going to win the 48th Daytona 500. Rick Hendrick coming in here giving him a big hug. I think they respect him now and they they look at what he's accomplished and uh, I, I feel like he, I think, I still say that Jimmy's going to get more credit when he's done than he'll get when he's driving. But uh, to look at what he's accomplished, uh, it's, it's pretty remarkable what he has done. And uh, the people that don't know, that, that don't like Jimmy Johnson don't know Jimmy Johnson. All the good he's done to mentor so many young people, young drivers, uh, and uh, still does today.
Coming up next, we'll talk with Jimmy about this weekend and look back on some of his biggest moments. The wild ride starts at NASCAR's Lady in Black. And for 16 drivers, all or nothing the rest of the way. Fighting off elimination at the greatest tracks in the show. Threading the needle to the big one. Fighting for the right to duel in the desert. Everything possible, nothing guaranteed. Yes, please. The NASCAR Championship, presented by Coca-Cola. This Sunday at Phoenix on NBC. Hey guys, I'm Corey Joy. If you want honest opinions about everything NASCAR and much more, listen to Sunday Money. Lauren Fox and Daryl Mott join me every week, and nothing is off limits. I'm sorry, has your life not gotten better since we've gotten closer, or has it gotten worse? It's my job to put our team in the best position to get a good finish. Join our conversations. We give our real opinions. No holding back on our show. Listen to Sunday Money. I don't need an investor, Daryl. I'm an independent woman. I use my own husband's money. Right here on the Motor Racing Network or wherever you find podcasts. The Xfinity fastest lap in this past Sunday's Xfinity 500 at Martinsville was turned in by Denny Hamlin at a speed of 95.261 miles per hour. The Xfinity fastest lap is brought to you by Xfinity. That wasn't just fast. That was Xfinity fast. Xfinity, proud premier partner of NASCAR. We go one-on-one with Jimmy Johnson next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Citywide to countryside. Whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there, no matter where the road takes you. Go to HerculesTire.com. There you can find the nearest authorized Hercules retail location to you. Plus, you can use the tire tracker to find out which Hercules tire fits your vehicle the best. That's HerculesTire.com. Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. NASCAR local, regional, and international racing. Grassroots racing. From the short tracks of America to the road courses of Europe and Mexico. I'm Kyle Rickey. Join Hannah Newhouse and me for NASCAR Coast to Coast. Presented by Whelan and Hercules Tires. Each week on the Motor Racing Network, we'll talk with the race winners, newsmakers, and grassroots racing personalities. NASCAR Coast to Coast on the Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Live is brought to you by Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief, the official pain relief cream of the Motor Racing Network. Blue Emu is family-owned and manufactured here in America. It works fast, and you won't stink. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. Over the weekend, MRN's Jeff Striegel sat down with Jimmy Johnson to talk about his career and much more. I know there's a lot left in the racing career for you, but do you ever stop long enough to reflect back at all that you've accomplished so far? I'm trying to right now. And I feel like if this year was as intended and COVID didn't happen, I would have a much deeper, richer experience. But I have had a great one. And being honored in so many ways at the various tracks, social media and the fans reaching out, my partners and sponsors are doing neat things on social right now. NASCAR just did something recently. You know, I'm seeing these things and it is helping me take it in and I'm, I'm finally allowing myself to do it. The time is right. Uh, so it's it's very meaningful and I, I, just, I look back on these highlights and I cannot believe it's me in that 48 car uh, with that race team having all this success. It's been a wild journey. 
Well, why don't we take a look at some of those moments in that 48 car. I want to take you all the way back to 2002, career win number one. Right on the bottom of the racetrack, off corner number four. Here they come to the line, and in only the 13th start of his NASCAR Winston Cup Series career, Jimmy Johnson is going to victory lane at California. It happened on your home track in your home state of California. What do you remember about that day? I remember eating a burrito from my favorite taco shop that my friends brought up to the track. Um, they questioned if my stomach would hold out for the race, and, and it did. But, uh, you know, I had that fond memory of literally seeing my buddies in the parking lot, and they handed me the burrito, and, and I took it back to the bus and ate it. Uh, clearly, the way the race unfolded, we had a good day going on, but the 97 car with Kurt Busch in it was, was really the, the guy in control. And uh, on strategy, I was able to leapfrog him on pit road. And then I was afraid he was coming for me. And it was one of those early lessons in track position for me. Um, I was out there on two tires and you know drove the correct line. It was kind of a narrow line back in, in that era at California Speedway. And I was able to hold him off and then actually get back away from him. And um, across the finish line, you know, the celebration I, I vividly remember, ended up blowing the engine up because I was too hard on the rev chip. and upset the engine shop and Mr. Hendrick a little bit for doing that, but uh, just uh, just an epic day. Jimmy Johnson off turn four, comes into the trioval with plenty of breathing room. They're battling it out for a second. Jimmy Johnson's going to win the 48th Daytona 500. In 2006, your career would change forever, starting in February by winning the Daytona 500 for the very first time for you. Um, what did that mean? to you but i want to go a little bit further than that what did that mean to you and your family standing there in gatorade victory lane at daytona that was a pivotal point in my career and the success that was then going to follow if we look back just a few months before that um, the end of 05 we lost the championship for the second time chad and i were not getting along rick had his famous milk and cookies meeting with me and chad we were acting like kids who so was going to treat us like kids and that's where the milk and cookies came from and yeah, we spent a month or two and kind of figuring out how we were going to move forward as a team and how that was going to look and we started on that path in theory and in concept chad gets bounced out of daytona after qualifying and is gone for three races so now everything we talked about everything we thought we would be we were now forced to be and to step up and win that race and then we won uh, the first two out of three races with Chad suspended, um, that just, to me, it, it gave me the confidence, the team the confidence. It gave Chad the confidence in, in a lot of ways, and although it was really painful for him, it was a great lesson in, for him to learn to delegate responsibilities. And, and he was just trying to simply do too much. And as he trusted other members on the team, we were able to, to achieve higher you know, higher and better results. So, you know, all of that was swirling around on top of winning the Daytona 500. The significance of that was massive. And I just didn't know how much more was to come after that and been very fortunate to experience more. Well, a lot would come after that. As we all know now, you would go on and win the championship that year. But let's jump way ahead now to 2016. They've been fighting adversity all weekend long. They've come through every one of the problems and they come home victorious. Jimmy Johnson wins at Homestead and scores on history-making seventh championship. How do you remember that day? That was a special day and one that I don't know how people feel about this or if they've had an experience of it, but 
as that race unfolded and I took the lead on the back straightaway, I felt Ricky Hendrick in the car with me. Mm. And some of you might remember my hashtag was seven and that was obviously trying to win a seventh championship, but I did it in a way that was very special to Ricky Hendrick and the Hendrick Motorsports and the Hendrick family. And there's this honoring all year long of Ricky that led to that race. And it was just the wildest experience I've, I've ever had in a race car. And when I heard Earl say clear on the back straightaway, um, I swear to you, he was in the race car with me. So uh, to have that emotional and, and I guess maybe spiritual or enlightening moment um, is something I've never had before. So that that really stands out to me. And then just the juxtaposition, you know, I, I thought it wasn't our night, you know, and up until 10 to go, I was the slowest of the four eligible drivers. So to have that flip from one mindset to the other and the emotions that came with that and the celebration that followed was pretty epic. Wrapping up this portion, this chapter of your career, it, it, it's not complete unless I get you off the racetrack because that's has meant so much to so many. You, Jimmy Johnson, have raised millions of dollars over the course of your career for charities that go around the country, boys and girls clubs, uh, your at-track experiences with, with a variety of different organizations. What was it, Jimmy, that drew you to the idea that you had to do more than just drive a race car? Well, I, I was always kind of drawn to it. In my early days of off-road racing, we would all go in a day early and the garage area would go to a local children's hospital. So at 15, I was traveling to children's hospitals and experiencing you know, what that moment meant to, to so many people that were in need. And you know, I was the logo on the totem pole then and nobody really cared for my autograph, but I could see the impact it had and it, it really meant something to me. So I, I've stayed on that path for a long time. And once I got to Cup, um, Kyle Petty challenged me, and, and not really challenged, but just suggested, said, hey, if you, if you really want to do more, you can, and your sponsors and your fans will support you and follow you. And I was like, wow, I hadn't thought of that. So we started the Jimmy Johnson Foundation then and have been able to have a lot of you know, very successful years, and I'm so thankful for the sponsors and fans make the donations and the in-kind services and everything that's gone on. Um, that is something that's really special to my wife and I and something that we're now really using to show our kids and how to give back and, and teaching them those life lessons as well. Race fans look at you as a champion both on and off the racetrack. Let's do this. Let's have a little bit of fun. I'm going to give you three names that have been instrumental in your career. You give me your thoughts. Let's start with the man that believed in you first and foremost at this level, Rick Hendrick. Changed my life. I mean, there's no way around it. Um, his belief in me and the opportunity he gave me has absolutely changed my life. Uh, ultimately, I guess it kind of leads to meeting my wife and my kids and you know, just on so many levels, he's absolutely changed my life and made it better. Jeff Gordon. Very similar. Um, not only changed my life, but helped me be better at my craft. Um, and, and really showed me the, uh, the ways to be selfless in trying to help others. Um, I don't think he ever felt like I would be such a rival to him, but 
he he opened up and taught me everything he could about the sport and about driving these race cars and then ultimately i ended up being there you know taking some wins from him and potentially some championships from him so that, that selflessness is something that I've, I've learned a lot from and finally what did what does chad Kanaus mean to you jimmy <laughs> he's my uh my third brother um you know not clearly from from blood but our relationship and our friendship and our bond is like a family member and he's pushed me harder than anyone on this planet has that's you know good and bad <laughs> so uh, there's clearly a lot of good that's come from it and I, i'm so thankful that uh you know i've been able to, to share so many years professionally with him and look forward to the years you know in the future with our kids and our families and uh you know growing that that bond and friendship that we have you have millions of race fans around this country and unfortunately they have not been able to be with you at the racetrack they would love to hold up a sign wave hold up the 48 uh and recognize and salute you how difficult has it been to know that they want to be there and you want them there but it just can't happen it is it really is difficult and all i can truthfully say and honestly say is just thank you thank you for your support thank you for uh, being a fan thank you for being a fan of nascar even if you're watching this and you haven't been a fan of the 48 thank you for making this world possible for all of us that live and work in it um i, I am truly sorry that I haven't been able to share a lot of these experiences with the fan and the fans and their presence is is so obvious and it's it's such a bummer uh the majority of the year has been without fans it is nice to see things opening back up and kind of the soul that they bring to the track and the, the energy they bring to the track is is irreplaceable so um just a, a huge thank you and uh, this isn't the way that they or i wanted it to go down um, but I, I really do appreciate uh, their support and hope to have your support in the future. Well, I know I can say this on behalf of everyone involved in the sport, NASCAR officials, competitors, media partners, and, of course, the race fans. Thank you, Jimmy Johnson, for everything you've given us over the course of your career. I appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you all. That's Jimmy Johnson. A lot of us here at MRN have known Jimmy for many years and have personal stories to share about him. Coming up, we'll hear some of those stories. Today's broadcast is brought to you by Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief, the official pain relief cream of the Motor Racing Network. Sir, are you aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top nine miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, it did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American Racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. Seven-point reinforced nylon harness. Check. Carbon fiber head and neck restraint. Check. Thermoplastic nylon window webbing. Check. NASCAR uses innovative technology to protect their drivers. Shouldn't you do the same to protect your Wi-Fi network? With Xfinity XFi Advanced Security, your XFi Gateway safeguards all the devices on your home network. So if it's connected, it's protected. Wi-Fi security? Check. Xfinity, proud premier partner of NASCAR. Visit Xfinity.com to learn more. We'll hear some stories from the MRN crew about Jimmy Johnson next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. 
If you suffer from heartburn or other digestive-related disorders, then there is a new, safe, better, and natural alternative to better digestive wellness and heartburn relief. Praxid not only provides relief of heartburn, but Praxid takes a 360-degree approach to support better digestion, protect you from harmful bacteria, and also balance your stomach to improve digestive functions. We like to think of it as the multivitamin of digestive health. It's the only product to combine all natural ingredients known for the digestive health properties into a single patented product. Praxid also comes in easy-to-carry packs. Praxid relieves, restores, and maintains a healthy digestive system. Praxid is available here for only $39.95. Shipping and handling is free, and your money back is guaranteed. To take advantage of this special radio offer, call now, 1-800-829-5688. That's 1-800-829-5688. Again, 1-800-829-5688. NASCAR Live is brought to you by Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief, the official pain relief cream of the Motor Racing Network. Blue Emu is family-owned and manufactured here in America. It works fast, and you won't stink. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to join us here on this week's NASCAR Live. On this week's show, we're paying tribute to Jimmy Johnson. A lot of us here at the Motor Racing Network have known Jimmy for most of his career. We've had some fond memories of the seven-time champion, we had some of our MRN announcers tell us about their most memorable moments about Jimmy. For the start from Muncie, Indiana, and the Motor Racing Network's anchor, here's Alex Hayden. Jimmy Johnson. Wow. What can you say about the ultimate NASCAR champion? It's crazy to think. We, we've got the, the king, Richard Petty. We've got the intimidator in Dale Earnhardt. Seven-time champion Jimmy Johnson. It's hard to describe him in one word, like King or Intimidator, we do with those two guys. But I think all the way back to 1997, that was my first year calling races on MRN radio, but I also still did uh, some track public address announcing back in those days. And I was working an ASA event at Southern National Speedway in Kinley, North Carolina, not all that far from my home. I was over there doing PA for the season finale. It was the North Carolina Sweet Potato 400, believe it or not, I, I remember it. And I remember being introduced to this young driver. They said, yeah, keep an eye on this guy. Uh, he's only made three starts. This was his fourth start in ASA. And as a matter of fact, he's only his fourth start on pavement in a stock car. And uh, they introduced me to him down in the pits, and I just said hello to him. I thought, okay, any other young race car driver trying to make his way up the ladder, okay, whatever. Um, but as I look back on that, it's, it's hard to, to imagine how far Jimmy Johnson had come. But uh, to meet him there, driving for Herzog Motorsports in, in 1997, it was impressive. It really was a nice, decent drive. He didn't do anything remarkable in the race. Uh, but to, to see that name pop up a, a few years later to run in what is now the NASCAR Xfinity Series, I thought, okay, wow, this, this young guy, I remember his name. And uh, as we all do, so many new names that come along, especially back in those days with the ASA Series. But uh, to see what Jimmy Johnson has evolved to, coming from the off-road, uh, racing the trucks out in the deserts uh, of Southern California and then the Southwest, for that matter, to where he is now, it's just unbelievable. From Barry, Vermont, it is Dave Moody. My most memorable moment of Jimmy Johnson's career. 2006, Sylvania 300 at New Hampshire Motor Speedway. That was the first race of the 06 playoffs. Jimmy got swept up in a crash like 
35 laps into a 300-lap race. Tore the car to shreds. Severe damage that would have sent virtually any other team behind the wall for the rest of the day. He and Chad Knaus, though, absolutely refused to quit. They went to the garage. They set to work piecing what was what little was left of that car back together. Jimmy returned to the track in an amazingly short period of time, considering the amount of damage, and completed nearly 200 additional laps. That's after his race should have been over. He only gained three finishing positions by doing so, but those three positions were critical. Jimmy and Chad always had an incredible ability to turn a disastrous day into a mediocre day. In the first four races of the playoffs that year, 2006, they had an average finish of 22.5. We all wrote him off as a title contender, as anybody in their right mind would have. But over the next five weeks, once they righted themselves, Jimmy finished no worse than second and eventually won the championship at Homestead Miami Speedway, the first of five consecutive Cup Series titles and seven overall. That was the first of many times that we were reminded never to count Jimmy Johnson out. And that is a lesson that came in very handy over the next decade. Pitch stops coming up. We'll start with Steve Post. When I think of Jimmy Johnson, I kind of just think of that guy, a real normal, regular guy. Uh, I remember early in my career with MRN and early in his career, I'm just sitting on pit wall. I think it was at New Hampshire, making some notes before a qualifying show. And along comes Jimmy and just plops down alongside and says, hey, bud, what's going on? And we talked about family or kids or something. So he just is a down-to-earth, very, very cool, laid-back, good guy. Kind of guy you'd love to have for a neighbor, that's for sure. I really got involved with Jimmy with his fitness program. A number of years back, he did a uh, Jimmy Johnson 5K, and he did a media challenge. And I took the media challenge. I was looking to kind of improved my health and uh, never saw running coming into my life. And um, I decided, yeah, I could do it. And, you know, they set it up so you could walk, you could run, you could jog, you could do whatever you wanted to do. Really, the encouragement was just to do it. And so um, as the day got closer, I started to get more and more serious about it. And I went and did the event and had a great time. And uh, actually, one of Jimmy's guys actually came and ran the last little stretch with me. So it was uh, it was really neat. And so that kind of created a little bond between us with my running and his running now uh comparing to my running and his running is 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 comparing a street stock to your local track to a high performance f1 machine jimmy is so serious about it but yet that good guy jimmy just kind of always is always is interested in where i'm at with my game and we always chat about it quite frequently gonna miss those uh casual laid-back conversations that we've had over the course of time with jimmy in the garage area what a career and what a driver. Jimmy Johnson. Remember him starting out of the NASCAR Xfinity Series with Herzog Motorsports, making the move up to the Cup Series. And through my interactions personally with Jimmy, they've all been positive. They've all been fantastic. I've seen Jimmy in a lot of environments, whether it's dealing with, with media and some things that necessarily weren't pleasant to talk about, but on the pleasant days as well. It doesn't matter what the topic of conversation Jimmy Johnson is class. He always is full of respect. He cares for his fans. He cares for everybody about this sport and this sport. And Jimmy Johnson, throughout all he's accomplished, will leave, obviously, a great legacy in this sport, a legacy that 
race fans can enjoy for years to come. Hate to see him go. Understand that it's time for him to leave us. But I think we are better in this sport because of Jimmy Johnson competing here. Coming up on NASCAR Live, another driver that will be hanging it up after this Sunday is Clint Boyer. We'll pay tribute to him as well next. Rusty Wallace here for Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief. This pain cream is the official pain cream of NASCAR for a reason. It works fast and you won't stink. There's no messy, greasy, nasty feel or any stinging or burning here. This is pure pain relief. Don't run your engine on Octane 89. Get the good stuff and meet me in Victory Lane. Blue Emu works fast and you won't stink. Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief, the official pain relief cream of NASCAR. Uh, sure, the players bring some skill to the game, but if I don't put them in my lineup, who cares? Not me. I'm Eric Rubino, fantasy baseball GM and league runner-up two of the last nine years. I use the progressive Name Your Price tool with options based on my budget. And for a guy that's used to being in control, it fits. Like this runner-up t-shirt. Champ gets a trophy, but you can't wear a trophy. Boom. Get options based on your budget with Progressive, even if you're not a legend in your own mind. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We'll celebrate Clint Boyer's career next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Clutch Coffee Bar in Mooresville, North Carolina, is redefining the drive through coffee game in Race City, USA. The Clutch experience is fast, friendly, and delicious. Clutch Coffee Bar offers signature lattes and mochas, custom-flavored infused energy drinks, smoothies, and more. You can also order our signature Clutch Coffee Beans online and have them shipped directly to you. Go to clutchcoffeebar.com or visit our two locations in Mooresville, 356 Williamson Road and 154 West Plaza Drive. Power up today with Clutch Coffee Bar. Now we're uh, easy top 10 car. Before you dive into the race weekend, get up to speed with MRN Out Loud. That is what makes an extraordinary team. I'm Woody Kane, inviting you to join me every Thursday as we talk to NASCAR drivers and crew chiefs about the coming weekend's race. There, there's a lot that we've been working on. And let you know when and where to hear MRN's coverage from the track. It's one of the older race surfaces we go to. Gear up for the race when you catch MRN Out Loud streaming every Thursday at MRN.com or wherever great podcasts are found. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. One of NASCAR's most colorful personalities is Clint Boyer. He announced last month that he will be exiting the race car and entering the TV broadcast booth in 2021, going to work for Fox Sports. The Motor Racing Network pays tribute to the 10-time NASCAR Cup Series winner. Before we drop the green flag, something kind of special to recognize the home state driver in year 15 at the cup level, making his 538th career start, a 10-time winner, and his 25th trip to his home track. The number 14 is at the front of the field, Alex Hayden. Yep, Clint Boyer getting the opportunity to be right behind the pace car, all by himself, leading the field here at his hometown track. They may have to let me lead. You know, complete this whole lap here, Brett. Might be the only damn lap I ever ran around this freaking place. <laughs> Boyer with a fender out in front. Harvick down low. Clint is is a person who has has been a lot of fun to to be around. I've enjoyed racing around Clint. I think he's he's going to be in a position that that really puts him in a spot to, uh, you know, let us all be entertained by by the Clint Boyer that we that we all know. Damn it! It's not over, Woody. I'm going to come there. I'm a buster this weekend. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but it's going to happen. 
Write it down. Tony Stewart makes his final start here this afternoon. When I got out of that car, there wasn't anybody I wanted in there more than Clint, so I'm, I'm proud and happy and uh, very appreciative of everything he's done for us. Mrs. Boyer's baby boy trying to get it done at Martinsville. The long wait to return is over. Here he comes up for Clint Boyer, sees the checkered flag. After he won that race, he jumped out of that car so jubilant, he ran down the front straightaway backwards and met his family as they were jumping over the wall, coming down the front straightaway to meet him. Man, uh, the fans, thank you fans for sticking it out. We love you. Woo! I know a bunch of you are going to be hooky. Hopefully you have another day because you're going to be hung over with us. Thank you. <laughs> and he is with our Woody Kane of Charlotte, North Carolina. Usually when you get ready to interview a driver, there's a lot of prep work involved. You look up some cool stats. You go back through their social media to see if they've done anything funny or different or interesting that you might want to ask them about. But with Clint Boyer, you just you can just throw all that out the window because all you really have to do is say, Clint, go. I wanted that damn clock. How are we going to get it home? What do you do? My, uh, I'm going to ratchet strap it to the but <laughs> He drove my wife's SUV. We're going to be the clampets with our trophy ratchet strapped to the roof of the SUV. But it's coming home. <laughs> yes! Over in turn number two is Dave Moody from Barry, Vermont. Interviewing Boyer was kind of like riding a roller coaster without pulling down the safety bar. A lot of times, his answers had little or nothing to do with the actual question. Right, I speak uh, redneck and ease, and he speaks Spanish, so together we are, you ought to see the conversation. We're both, like, looking at each other's faces, trying to watch their mouths, like, what did he just say? It is quite comical. Kim Kuhn, very briefly here. Is- Clint has always been one of my favorite drivers in the garage. He's full of energy, always has something to say, and usually, without a doubt, can make you laugh. I was perusing your Twitter and perusing. I was looking at your Twitter. Yeah, it's a word. Perusing. Perusing. Yes. There's nobody says that. Okay, I was looking at your Twitter yeah. account. Is that better? Way more simplified. And Cash won his, was it T-Ball? Yeah. T-Ball championship? You know, I was perusing as a coach at the T-Ball game and uh, on first base down there as the, the players perused by my base. And, and uh, we perusedly uh, won the game, if that's another word that's even in existence. Pitch stop has been made for Clint Boyer. It will hand the lead back over to Denny Hamlin. Yeah, we came in as rookies together in 06, uh, us and uh, Martin Truex and, and other guys. But uh, we... Um, it was fun. It was fun competing with them. You know, we had some on-track battles and things like that. But, uh, you know, really, you know, we, we kind of, our families kind of grew up somewhat around the same time since we had kids around the same time. Uh, so there's, you know, always been a bond there. And I think that uh, certainly he was a great ambassador for our sport. Chase Elliott by a half a car lake. Yeah, well, I think Clint's a, you know, he's obviously a very loud individual. And, and, you know, he's a very competitive guy all at the same time. But he's certainly the life of the party. Always has been, you know, I think his um, his attitude and, and his uh, just the way he is um, has really, I, I think, made uh, made a lot of fun for a lot of people over the years in, in certain environments. So I'm going to miss that. Clint, at what point today did you know you had a car good enough to win this race? When I took the lead. <laughs> I'm Clint Boyer signing off now. Ah, uh, yes, my friends, Clint Boyer, what a personality. We'll miss him in the car, but. Glad to have his perspective on Fox beginning in 2021. Coming up on NASCAR Live, we'll preview this weekend's championship round at Phoenix, and we'll look back on this week in NASCAR history.
Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. The drive to the 2020 championship is in the final stage, and NASCAR today is right in the middle of it every weekday. I mean, if you're asking me, is it crazy? Yes, it's crazy. Join me, Woody Kane, to hear the latest from drivers battling to the finish line. As you look at the playoffs in general, you just have to be prepared for anything. In a two-minute trip around the sport, NASCAR today keeps you connected every weekday. Want to stay on the lead lap? Here's some advice. I'm Chase Elliott. Make sure to listen to NASCAR today every weekday right here. NASCAR Live is brought to you by Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief, the official pain relief cream of the Motor Racing Network. Blue Emu is family-owned and manufactured here in America. It works fast, and you won't stink. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Closing in on the finish of this week's NASCAR Live. Before we do, let's size up the competition for this weekend's championship race for the NASCAR Cup Series at Phoenix Raceway. Dream of a championship at the highest level. Every single driver had that go through their head at one point in their career, whether they were four years old behind the wheel of a go-kart or starting here today in some other row than one or two. The happiest lap of Joey Logano's career is underway. Nobody to deal with. No threats on the back bumper. Joey Logano is going to take Dean Penske to victory lane in the championship. Yeah, of course we're excited. Uh, we're ready to go. This is a, a great opportunity. You know, we were able to lock ourselves in a couple weeks ago and be able to, to breathe for a minute and uh, get through to these last couple of races. What a crazy race it was today for those guys trying to get their way in. So, um, you know, glad we were able to keep some momentum up, get a good starting spot. I don't know where we're going to be for next week yet, but hopefully it's a good starting spot and we're able to uh, fight our way and try to get our second championship. Chase Elliott will race for a championship next week. Who will join him as Elliott wins here in the Xfinity 500? Chase Elliott has won. I think it's huge. I think it's huge for me personally. I think it's huge for our team as a whole. Each and every person that puts in time and effort to try to make our program work. When you're able to be in a position that we were in like we were tonight and have to go to perform and go and do that, I think everybody gains a lot of confidence from it. And we prove to ourselves that we can do it. I think we always have believed we could do it, but to go out there and achieve it certainly is something that we haven't experienced yet as a group. And to win a championship in this series, you have to make the final four. We've seen the same crowd make the Final Four since this deal has been implemented. And we want to assert ourselves amongst the people who can make it consistently. And I feel like we're very capable of doing that. So we just have to seize the moment, enjoy it. This is a huge week. And I'm just excited to get out there and try to have the best race we can. Further back, eyes are on Kevin Harvick and they're crashing. Kyle Busch and Harvick crash. Harvick will not get to the finish line. Hamlin passes him. Denny Hamlin will get in to the playoffs. Achieved our goal, you know, two years in a row now making the final four. Uh, hopefully we can finish this thing off. We obviously had a great Phoenix uh, last year. Things were a lot different. You had uh, you know, a different aerodynamic package. But certainly I feel like um, when I go there, then I'm going to roll off and hopefully have a race winner. Off turn number four, the lights are going off. The fireworks were on the racetrack. Chase Elliott celebrating. He's moving on for a championship opportunity. So is Denny Hamlin and 
Brad Kozlowski. Making the championship four is a big deal. Credit to Team Penske for that, for having two cars in it, Joey and myself. And wow, I'm just, uh, I'm really proud of everybody. It all comes down to four drivers, one race, one trophy. The highest finishing driver takes home the 2020 NASCAR Cup Series Championship. It's going to be exciting. And be sure to be tuned in here to Motor Racing Network as we bring you all the excitement from the Valley of the Sun. Before we get there, though, Susie Armstrong has this week in NASCAR history. Thanks, Mike. This week we start fresh in 1982. For sure, for sure. It was business as usual for Australian rockers Men at Work. Number one with the hit single, Who Can It Be Now? Asian auto giant Honda strikes an accord to assemble cars in the USA, rolling the first model off the line in Marysville, Ohio. Cameos and Campo-Rama ruled primetime as Fantasy Island and The Love Boat aired to millions. And Daryl Waltrip was on a little cruise of his own in the Junior Johnson-prepared Buick, driving to Victory Lane in the Warner W. Hodgden American 500 at Rockingham. Over is the name they've given him here in the late stages, and Darrell's going to come on and pick up another one. He comes off of the fourth turn, moves on the outside of car number 64, and takes the checkered flag, wins his 12th race of the 1982 season. 1993, record sales flow for Billy Joel, the 44-year-old crooner topping the charts with the River of Dreams. Tim Burton's imagination runs wild on screen as the nightmare before Christmas dazzles with dark imagery and clever holiday crossover. And Mark Martin was that crafty one at Phoenix Raceway, charging to his fifth win of the season in the Arizona desert. Here they come to the entrance of the corner now. Martin slides up. The groove he's been taken for the last several laps. He's on his way off the corner. Ernie Irvin within a car lane. Ernie Irvin's not going to have enough time. Mark Martin, the third place Winston Cup point man, picks up victory number five of the year. 1998, ABC debuts high-definition television, airing the 1996 remake of the Disney classic 101 Dalmatians to those lucky enough to afford the $7,000 sets. After 26 weeks rising up Billboard's Hot 100, Shania Twain arrives at number one with Honey, I'm Home. And Jeff Gordon made Rockingham's Victory Lane his address for the day, edging Rusty Wallace for the lead with 10 to go in the AC Delco 400. Comes Jeff Gordon closing in on that car. Jarrett still five car lengths behind him. Jeff Gordon comes to the stripe and clinches the NASCAR Winston Cup Championship for 1998 in the finest style possible. He wins the AC Delco 400 by three car lengths over Dale Jarrett. And those are just some of the events from this week in NASCAR history. Thank you, Susie. That's going to put a bow on this week's show. We'd like to thank Jimmy Johnson for taking time with us and We'd like to thank you as well for making us a part of your listening habits this week. On behalf of the rest of the MRN crew, I'm Mike Bagley. It's been a great ride. It's going to be a great race this weekend at Phoenix, and we're back next week to talk about it and more. Until then, so long, everybody. NASCAR Live is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina, and was brought to you by Hercules Tires, right on our strength, and by Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief, the official pain relief cream of the Motor Racing Network. Blue Emu is family-owned and manufactured here in America. It works fast, and you won't stink. Today's broadcast was produced by Alexa Henrian, Julian Council, and Rich Colbra. The executive producer for MRN is Ryan Horn. 
Remember to visit MRN.com for all the latest news and information. NASCAR Live is produced under an exclusive license with NASCAR. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the express written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network. This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. 